0: I talk about a lot of movies on this show, and chances are, you haven't seen all of them. Want an easy way to watch them all and so much more? You should check out Amazon Prime. If you go to my website right now, moviesmorepod.com, linked in the description, and scroll to the bottom of the homepage, you can check out a tab that will take you to start a 30-day free trial of Prime. On top of that, every movie I talk about will have a product link to rent the movie through Amazon in the episode description. So go watch more movies and do it with Amazon. Thanks for supporting this great service and this show. Hey and welcome back to Giovanni and Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright friends, welcome back to the show, and today we're going to be talking about The Firm. A, uh, a John Grisham classic novel turned into a Tom Cruise classic film. So this movie came out in 1993, it is probably one of the most famous John Grisham movies, I would say. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of them, to be honest with you. And when I was younger, the only books that I knew that he wrote were the Theodore Boone ones, about like that kid lawyer kid. Um, so yeah, not a huge, not a huge Grisham fan. I just don't know his work that well. But um, I would say this: maybe the Pelican Brief, uh, the Lincoln Lawyer. That's the only other one I've seen. I haven't seen the Pel- Pelican Brief yet, as of this recording. But I do have it downstairs. It's been sitting there for like two weeks. So. Uh, eventually i'll get to it and talk about it on the show but i haven't yet i do plan to though i'm I'm actually pretty excited because based on both the movies that i just talked about um i said the firm and the lincoln lawyer they were really good so yeah man i'm i'm excited to, to see more of of this type of story and and this kind of work i really like everything about this movie it is really really entertaining and pretty suspenseful. There are parts of it that I thought were incredibly well paced and the performances are great throughout the movie. There are certain scenes that really stuck with me because of how uh, how great they were in terms of like a convergence of character and action and a feeling of like suspense and tension that had been built up through the entire film. Stuff like uh, like Tom Cruise running out of the building and, and you know being chased through the city and uh, stuff like when his wife runs out of the house and, you know, he's, like, catches her in the bushes and they're, like, freaking out about, you know, our life hasn't been ours and everything that we've been talking about has been recorded and and everything, like, that this firm has secretly been controlling their life. That's all really interesting, and the way this mystery starts to unravel and how it seems perfect at first and, like, uh, sort of an American dream, like a perfect story... And, and how it unravels to be something much darker as you go through the movie, that was really cool. I like seeing these kind of suspir- er, conspiracy type of movies and stories that are, like, f- full of dark, shadowy organizations and connection to the mob, and you have to find this legal document and this legal document, exercise this loophole to prove that this guy did this thing at this time, which is legal, which means that you can use this, whatever, and you're, like, solving the mystery and using all this intricate legal work and, like you know, going through files and and detectiving to to stop this organization. I love those kinds of movies. They're really, really fun. So this was cool. This really scratched that itch for me because it's been a while since I've seen something like that. It is really long, and you know that I am more of an hour and a half to hour and 45 minute type of guy, especially as I watched more and more movies throughout my life. I mean, you know, I've always been a big movie fan and I definitely used to be much more open to a longer movie. Now when I see a runtime, something like this, even before I saw it, I was like, phew, okay, okay. I mean, I know that this is a classic. I know that I'm going to enjoy it, but good God, that's a long runtime, man. And it is, and you do feel it, I think. Not in a bad way, not in a boring way. I don't think that this movie is poorly paced. There's enough going on at all times, and... There's always an additional layer to the suspense and and the tension is always being steadily ratcheted up and I appreciate that especially because you need that type of of momentum to sustain through this whole movie but I don't know man, you really feel like you've been on a on a saga you know you you feel like you've been through a journey, which makes sense i guess in in some form or fashion, I think this book is six to 700 pages long something like that so it's a very substantial novel for sure uh you know this isn't a light read in any way so i i get it to that extent that uh you you're supposed to feel like you've been through a whole journey you're supposed to feel like you've kind of lived a life with these characters and and i can appreciate it from that standpoint but i do wish it was maybe a little bit shorter uh because there was a point towards the end where i was like oh my god get on with it okay like i get what they need to do can you guys just do it already but uh, that was more towards the end. Overall, I do still think it was it was very well paced and and very tense throughout. It was it was a good movie. I just just a little bit longer than personally I prefer. Uh, in terms of performances, everyone's really really good in this movie. Tom Cruise, obviously, he's good in just about everything, so no surprise here. Uh, his wife, Dream. G- G- yeah jean triple horn i don't think i've ever seen her in anything else but she was really good she had um she's very like entertaining and she was like cute and could play the more uh like um tender romantic moments with tom cruise well like you could believe that they were really a couple who were madly in love with each other And I like that, but she could also play like paranoia, but a strong and confident person when she needs to really buckle down and and get down to business and stop these people. So she really filled a lot of roles and I think roles, and I think she did it very, very well. I don't know of anything else that she's in, but you know, if I happen to be watching something and her name pops up in the credits credits, I would, yeah, I would welcome it. She was really good. And, I mean, there's a lot of really good people in this movie. Like, pretty much everyone's giving a good performance. Ed Harris, Holly Hunter, one of the shortest performances to ever be nominated for an Academy Award. Don't know if you knew that. I didn't till I was doing research for this, but, uh, but yeah, apparently that's true. Uh, Gary Busey being kind of weird, but good, like normal. Um, Gene Hackman, man this performance was really good, but it made me sad in a weird way. That's a little bit of an over-exaggeration, but it made me feel like, um, man, do I wish that this was the performance that we got when he played Lex Luthor. Like, he is a really, really good performer. Like, he's really really good in this movie and even in Superman he's giving a good comedic performance but the reason why I never go back to that Superman movie is because I love everything that follows Clark and his journey and stuff with Lois all that stuff is really really good I hate the stuff with Lex Luthor it's so goofy and it's so stupid and if the movie had a more straightforward and threatening villain I think I would go back to it a lot more but as it stands, it's just so stupid, and it's just, like, so, like, I don't even know how to describe it, like, it just totally takes you out of the, you know, not necessarily realistic, I don't want to say that, because obviously there is still the, um, the person who got shot from a far distant planet before it exploded while he was a baby, and now has superpowers, but, like, there's the, there's, like, a grounded nature to that story in, in some weird way, and then it just kind of gets weird, and, and overly comedic once Lex Luthor comes into the picture, and he never registers as, as a threat, at least to me. Despite with what his plan is gonna be doing, like how drastic that damage would really be, he just doesn't read as a threatening presence. This guy, this is a threatening businessman. This dude is a genius, and he knows how to manipulate everyone around him and, and perfectly position himself so that he is in control of everything and can make it bend to his will. He's cold, he's calculated, It's a really, really great performance, and that is Lex Luthor to me. That's Lex Luthor we've never seen. I mean, you could transplant that into the Superman Returns or Batman vs Superman or, like, any movie that Lex Luthor's in, not just the first Superman movie, and that would be perfect. Like, that's really something I think it's been missing in general. And so I was a little disappointed, like, oh, man, I wish he could have brought a little bit more of that to the other movie. I know that wasn't what was asked of him, obviously, but, but yeah, I thought that was really cool, and I wish that that could have been seen elsewhere as well. Uh, But yeah, this is good. This is a really good movie. I did enjoy it a lot. I probably won't go back to it very often because it is really long, and it's not really a feel-good movie necessarily, like certain parts, but uh, overall it's a little bit like oppressive and very tense, and so I don't think that I'd be anxious to revisit it, but it is really good to definitely check out a few times, and I'd recommend that you do so if you haven't yet. Alright, before I get out of here, I want to say that I am grateful for uh, the amazing amount of opportunity that a program like uh, Adobe Photoshop gives you. That seems kind of weird, but... I don't know how often I really talk about it on the podcast, but I am very interested in graphic design. It's probably the career that I'll go into. I've been studying it for years, and I've been steadily refining my skills as I go along. I made the cover art for this show, and it's not necessarily, like, my best piece, but just an indication of, like, the types of stuff that I would do. Anyway, it's so cool that technology has evolved so far, so fast, that now we can, like, basically do anything on a computer with a mouse and a keyboard and a screen and you can just like create magic basically. You can just do literally anything that you can think of on that screen. It's just such a limitless program and you'll never be able to learn everything about it, but you know, you can learn as much as you you need for whatever project you're doing, but it's just so infinite and so detailed and like precise and it's amazing. It really really amazes me. So I'm grateful that we live in a time where we could do something like that. Well, I was watching Stranger Things again the other day. And he goes to the like, the red room or whatever you call that. I don't know. Where you develop the photos. And you have to like shake them around and, and everything like that. And I'm like that's such a complicated process. And I am so young I don't even know what he's doing. Like I just that was never a part of my world. So it's so crazy to me that like go from that to now where I can just rip a picture off the internet you know select it mask it do whatever i want adjust hues adjust saturation adjust curves and levels and adjust lighting perspective like all this stuff with a computer that's just crazy and i'm grateful that that kind of program exists and allows me to create all kinds of things that i want to go out there and create that's really really awesome so yeah thanks adobe if you're ever looking to give out some sponsorships uh always open <laughs> anyway uh if you like this show and you want to show it some love, please uh, go ahead and rate, re- rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can do it right in an app and it's super, super helpful. If there's somebody in your life who you think would enjoy the show as well, please send them my way. I'd love to have them. If you want to find a place where you can find every episode of this show, every place where you can listen to it, links to contact me and a whole lot more. You can find that at moviesandmorepod.com. It's a great landing page for everything I do here, and so thank you for doing all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But most importantly, thank you as always for listening. I hope you enjoyed. And until next time, don't accept uh, a job offer to a prestigious law firm if it seems too good to be true, and Gene Hackman and Wilford Brimley and a bunch of really suspicious-looking guys are, are offering it to you, all right? There's always a second best option, and that's probably the option that isn't tied to the mob. So go with that one. Just a friendly piece of advice. It's what you really come here for for this podcast. All right, peace.